Pastor Chuck, you're hilarious. <laughs> a gorilla hug. Okay. I, I think that should be contagious, huh? A, a prerequisite for coming to church. Amen. It's really the love of God that's in us. Amen. Uh, I'm glad to be here next week to celebrate your commissioning of going forward and doing great things in God. Amen. Pastor Chuck, I know you're elated as a father to see a son doing, following in your steps. That's, that's commendable. You can truly testify and say, as for me and my house, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, glory to God. It's so good to be here back in the house of New Heart at Foursquare, and it's a blessing because I know you're here to hear a word, and I'm here to give a word. Amen. I know you hear so many words out there via the television and via all of the things that are going on in the media, and it kind of just, your spirit just drops. But we have the good news. Can I get an amen? The good news. Just say, I have the good news. Amen. Glory to God. Well, I'm going to get right on it and give you the word that God has given me to give to you. And let me tell you something. The word I give to you is the very word that I live by. Amen. If the chef doesn't eat his own cooking, don't go to that place. Amen? <laughs> Although one time I give you a story. My wife, I, was, I got inspired to want to be a wannabe chef. So I made a big pot of soup. And I said, honey, help me. She, so when I finally finished it, Marianne, she said, you got to throw it away. You messed it up. So the whole pot <laughs> threw it out. I didn't give up, though. I didn't give up. I didn't give up. Just like if you're watching the Olympics lately, some of those people, they gave up. And they walked away. I don't know if you know Michael Norman. He, got, he was sad. He walked away crying. But he came back. And he got a gold medal in the relay. Amen? How many of you had a setback, but you know it was a setup for you to rise up? Can I get an amen? How many of you had difficult times that you've been dealing with because God is with you to overcome your situations. Now the word of the Lord today is living life by the awesome power of God. Say it with me. Say I'm living life by the awesome power of God. Amen. Now that word power simply means dunamis. Can somebody say dunamis? What does this sound like? Dynamite, amen? Just say, I got the dynamite. <laughs> I don't know, but um, during New, uh, 4th of July, they were shooting off some heavy dynamite, some cannons in my neighborhood, and it was pretty loud. So praise God. So let us pray as we go before the Lord this day. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word that will go forth. Lord, let it produce power. Let it be living. Let it be active. Let it be alive so that the people of God can be energized, fortified, for this day and for this hour, so that they can do great exploits in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. In Jesus' name, and everyone agreed, said, Amen. Well, if you look at me with me for Ephesians 3.20, and that's a scripture I, uh, I want to use to let us look at. Ephesians 3.20 simply says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, 
above all that we ask or think according to the what? The power that works in us. Now, we serve a God who's more than enough. He's El Shaddai. And as we look at our life circumstances, we just have to say, Lord, your word says you're able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask or think. Sometimes we're thinking too small. But God says, expand your territory. Think bigger. Don't let life put you in a box to where you minimize the mightiness of your God. Now, I want to testify, like you said, uh, God has kept us through all these times of all of the pandemic and all of the crisis and all the situations. Let me tell you, for me, it's been a great blessing. Yeah, it's been a great challenge, but it's been an even a greater blessing for me because for some reason, there's increase on the horizon. There's blessing. Multitudes are coming out of the valley of decision and coming to the Lord. People are calling, what must I do to be saved? People are more open to hear what thus says the Lord, John 3, 16 and 17, that people want to know, why are you so happy? Why are you so at peace when everybody else is chaotic. Well, because we have that presence of God. God is able to do what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all, just say above all, that I ask or think according to the power that works in us. Now let me tell you, the power is in us. We have to release the power. Just say that when you say, I must release the power so there's power in you see the bible says in acts 10 38 how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were what oppressed of the devil guess what the word of the lord is in you your pastor teaches you and feeds you the word of god in fact, just give your pastor a big hand for his, his diligence. You know, I, I asked your pastor, I say, wow, look at you. You've got a church. So many, I know so many places and pastors that don't even have a church. And, and, and they're, you know, they're, they're, how did you get it? Pastor said, you don't know. I labored and labored and labored and labored, and God manifested the breakthrough. We have to continue Staying up on the wall, staying steadfast. As the scripture says, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. In fact, give yourselves a big hand for just being here. Give yourselves a big hand. Hey, I'm hungry for God. Now, you could be at home laying in the bed, walk, walking around your neighborhood, but you're here. So give yourselves another big hand. You're here about your father's what? Business. I just say I'm a Luke 249 person. Say, what's that? I'm about my father's business. I'm about my father's business. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm about my father's business. Amen. I'm here. 
I'm giving myself to the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm not forsaking myself for the assembly. Even though in this time they're saying, oh, you can't gather, you can't gather, you can't gather. Well, you know, if God is shalom and he's peace and he's present, he's going to be here watching over me. Amen? All right, so the power. Look at the word dunamis. The word dunamis in the Greek translation for power is dunamis. In the biblical usage is a strength, power, and ability. How many of you feel energized with the power, strength, and ability? How many operate daily? You know, I mean, you, I mean we, we operate in three levels, spirit, soul, and body. The spirit realm is the powerful realm that dictates to all the other realms. Let me say that again. The realm of the spirit is the eternal realm. The physical realm is going to pass away. And the soulish realm is your mind, your will, and your intellect. This is a bonus input that I'm giving you. So as you learn to operate with the power of God's word, you're going to see manifested results. Now ask me, Pastor Chuck and Mary Ann Mans, how long have we known one another? Over four decades. So that's a testimony to whether or not that which we're preaching works. Look at the fruit that produces it in a person's life. Look at it. The word does not return void. The power, the word works for those who what? Work the word. Say it with me. The word works for those who work the word. So as you understand that power is resident within you, when you made a commitment to Christ and you said, Jesus, come into my life, there is an inherent power, power residing in you by virtue of the fact that it's your new nature. Some of you said, well, Pastor Gary, I don't see the manifestation as I, on an ongoing basis. Today we're going to help you get to that next level. Today we're going to help you take that next step. Today we're going to help you to rise up and to overcome things in the past that used to plague you. Things that used to keep you down, keep you worried, keep you afraid, keep you crying, keep you sorrow, sorrow inside. And the Bible says, well, what? Flee away. And Nehemiah 8.10 simply says, the joy of the Lord is your what? Strength. Now, I'm going to help you to, as Pastor Chuck was talking about, Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water. It's time for some of us to, hey, it's time for me to get out of this boat. I've been here long enough. It's time for me to take a step and walk on the water. Amen. Glory to God. Why? Because it's a now time. The Bible says that the sons of Issachar, they knew the times and they knew the season, what Israel ought to do. You as a people of God, we as a people of God, we need to know the time. It's just say it's not, it's high time. High time. Because the Bible says now is our salvation nearer than when we what? First believe. So we have to operate in this moral excellence, the power that's resident within us. And sometimes, you know, we sit by. When I was young, there was three guys that I probably told you the story, and they were bullies. They were going to beat me up. And I was probably about 14 years old, and they were older than me. And they ganged up on me. And they, were gonna, they cornered me. But I tell you, the Spirit of the Lord, I felt like, I felt like Samson. 
you know, with a jawbone of a donkey, and I slew them. And they never bothered me again. But listen, there are things in your life that may be plaguing you, and you have to say, now it's my time to rise up. It's my time to exercise and operate in the power of God. In other words, you have to get the military mindset of knowing that I am more than a conqueror. Can you say it with me? I am more than a conqueror. Say it again. Say, I am more than a conqueror. Say, I'm fully persuaded that I'm more than a conqueror. Amen? So as you leave out of here, you, you may have come in like this. Oh, the week was bad. It was bad. It was bad. But stand up. Straighten up your back and take your arms and lift up your hands and make a holy shout and declare, I am more than a conqueror. What would, you, what would Jesus say? Well, there's my servants down there. They don't look too good. They look like they got ran over by a Mack truck. Get up! Glory to God. No. Is that what I died for? For them to be worse than they were? Now, let me just ask you this. Before you came to Jesus, how many times better are you before you said, I do, to Jesus? My, I'm at least a thousand times better. Thousand. What would you, you say, honey? Hundred? Okay. What would you say, Donna? A million times. Glory to God. My wife, give me a high five. Amen. But, but, but see, it's what you say. What do you say about yourself? When you look in the mirror, what do you say about yourself? You know? So you have to have confidence. Proverbs 3.26 simply says, The Lord shall be thy confidence. Say it with me. The Lord shall be my confidence. Now, for this power to be active, operative in your life, you have to make a commitment. I, I want you to look at Romans 12, 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2. If we're going to see the Godhead says, I'm able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. I'm seeing things happen. Okay, yesterday, somebody called me. I normally don't answer rogue phone calls. But someone says, hey, I want to buy something that you own. I say, really? How much? What's your best offer? Say, I'll give you 25000 What? I only paid 300 for it. What? And I've got three of them. So I said, that's the kind of God I'm serving. It came out of the blue. We really did it? No, our, my faith, faith was of such to where I was trusting God. My wife asked me years ago, and I said, why did you buy that? I don't know. But see, whatever you lay your hands to would do what? What proverb of Psalms 1? Whatever you lay your hands to would prosper. You have to release the power of God's word. Lord, you said that whatever I lay my hands to would prosper. How many, how many times more is that than, you know, if I did the math? Tremendous, right? See, God is interested in raising you up. You've been down long enough. It's time to rise up. 
and to go forward because everybody else is rolling over and playing dead. But not us. We are the believers that believe. We are the triumphant that triumph. We are the ones that constantly conquering new victories. Amen? Life is not going to defeat you. Jesus didn't call you to come to lose. He called you to win. Now, Pastor Chuck, you know, you and I were talking about the Italian team. They not only won the 100 in the gold, they also won the relay in the gold. Amen? How many of you give yourselves victories? How many of you say, hey, I came out of that pretty triumphant? How many of you are in a battle? But how many of you are already forecasting and saying, God, I know you're more than enough. The battle is what? Not yours, but the Lord's. Amen. Look what... I want to share with you Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all your, of yourselves, set apart as living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. This is the Amplified, by the way. Does that bear witness with your heart? This is, my, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm no longer my own. And do not be conformed to the world any longer with its superficial values and customs. But be transformed and progressively change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind. Focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what is the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plans and purpose for you. Does that bear witness with you? Lord, I'm yours. I'm ready. One of the things I've seen, Pastor Chuck and I have been in church we've all been in church probably most of us for a while and we've seen people come we've seen people go we've seen people up and we've seen people down we've seen people out and in and so forth and so on and as a result we can kind of like you know they weren't they weren't giving it their all and I want to encourage you the reason why I read Romans 12 1 and 2 if you're going to see the power of God on a continual consistent constant basis You've got to be steadfast. You've got to be unmovable. You've got to always be abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, you know there's difficult times ahead. It's no joke. It's no game. Playtime is over. You know, when you realize and recognize that Jesus hung, bled, and died on the cross, that, hey, he was serious. He was wounded for your transgressions, my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes I'm healed. 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 Whoever needs healing, needs healing. And a son, he said, Dad, I had the COVID. I said, really? I said, go get tested again. Next day it was gone. I said, really? 
Isn't that amazing? I said, Dad, next day it was gone. I said, he got a positive report. I said, go get it checked again because probably a false negative. He went back the next day. <laughs> I'm not, God is a God who's more than enough. So you need to hear good news. You've been given authorized. Just say, I'm an authorized believer. The Bible says if you lay hands on the sick, they will what? Really? Amen? Now, now I've read in Numbers 23, 19, because God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? That's why we say God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. So, my prayer as we look at Romans 12, 1 and 2, got to look in the mirror and say, yeah, Lord, I, 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 there's some areas in my life I really need to check so that I can really be making constant, steadfast progress in God. See, if I've been serving God for four decades, there should be, like my wife said, a million times improvement. <laughs> and so as it is, I am, I'm, I'm glad she thinks I'm a million times better than I was. And as a result, I, I, I'm ready to make that dedication. So people that come and go and are up and down, they need to say, well, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to go all the way. Pray with me, if you will. And, and this is just step one to go forward. The Word of God simply says, pray with me, if you will. Just say, Heavenly Father, I'm hearing your word. And I make this dedication to you. I present my body. I present my life a living sacrifice unto you. This is my reasonable service. Use me, Lord. Psalms 138 and 8 says, You will perfect that which concerns me. In the name of Jesus, I'm ready to rise up with power, authority, and victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. All right, as we're winding down. <laughs> Why do people always like to hear that? When we're winding <laughs> You say, as I'm winding up, I ain't even got started yet. <laughs> uh, that's all right, I got the clock. <laughs> okay, Jesus said this. You're taking notes. Jesus said in the uh, book of Luke, he says, behold, I give you power. Somebody say power. What's the what's transformation, uh, alliteration in Greek? Say dunamis. All right. Jesus said, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall be able to hurt you. Just say, all the power of the enemy. How many of you feel like you got power? Amen. The Bible says you, I've given you power. Amen. And it says I've given you power over all the power of the enemy. Now, I was in Texas a little while ago, and a, and, a, and a wasp stung me. And I went, whoa! 
Wow. But worse than the wasps were the gnats and the mosquitoes. <laughs> I shook it off. All right? But the Bible says that nothing by any means should harm you. All right? So one of the things you have to realize, nothing. Just say nothing. Nothing. What are you dealing with right now that you got to say nothing to? You got to say nothing. What are you worried about? Just the Bible says if we were to if you were to ask me 40 years ago where I would be now, I, I wouldn't have, I couldn't have imagined all of the wonderful things that God has done for me. It 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 it, it blows my mind, you know? But guess what? That's where that exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to power that works in us is operative. God is saying, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I've got to convince you. Because some people aren't convinced enough that God is able to do what he says he would do. Take God at his word. All right? Look what the Bible says. Nothing by any means shall harm you. All right? Luke 10, 19. Just say this with me. Say, I am a Luke 10, 19 anointed believer. Do you believe that? To just say, all, uh, all the power of the enemy will not prevail against me, and nothing by any means shall hurt me. All right. Jesus also said in Matthew 16, 19, it says, And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Keys. Anybody got keys? I'm sure you all got keys to your cars, your house, your doors, whatever. A key will open something up or it'll lock something. Can I get an amen? You've been given power and authority to bind things and to loose things. If sickness is a, a, an issue, bind it and release and loose the, 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 the First Peter 2.24 healing manifestation on your soul. All right? Some of you are saying, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm chronically sick. Well, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep taking your pills. What pills are you talking about, Pastor Gary? Your gospel pills. Ah, ah, that's what you need. The gospel pills. Listen, as the times are getting darker and it's getting more temperous, you have to increase your volume, your time of prayer. Getting that Holy Ghost uh, fire anointed Bible study or, or prayer or prayer time. We should be praying more. We should be speaking the word more. We should be in the word more. I leave my house. I leave uh, a, a radio station on that's preaching the gospel all the time. Because I want my atmosphere anointed. I want God's presence when I step in. It's there. Amen. Am I helping anybody? I'm helping myself. So, All right. One more scripture. So, so those are things I want you to make sure that you're aware of, that you are binding and loosening. These are not new things to you, but these are things that you've been told and, and, and been taught. And the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, 
and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. How many of you take time to utilize the things that the Bible has given you as weapons of your warfare? In other words, if you have the power, if I have a bazooka and the enemy got a water, water gun, why am I on the run? Why am I afraid? I've got supernatural power from God. So you've been given keys. You've been given the ability to bind and loose. The Bible, Jesus said, nothing is going to, no weapon formed against you will prosper. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe that you, God hadn't given you a spirit of fear? I have someone I work with. He calls me every day, Gary, Gary, what, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? We, we, we got this coming. We got this vibe. We got this strain. We got that strain. I say, stand still and see the salvation of God with you. All right. Last scripture I want to give you is Hebrews 4.12. Hebrews 4.12 simply says, For the word of God is living, it's active, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing sunder of soul and spirit, and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got the power of God. Jesus says, I've given them thy word. What are you doing with the word? Let your tongue be the uh, pen of a ready writer. Get ready to speak the word. Proclaim the word. Prophesy onto your situation. Say, you know what? A lot of times you're waiting for things to change. Just say, today is my day of change. Today is my day of victory. Today is my day of breakthrough. Today is my day of miracles. Today is my day of the goodness of God, the love of God. Today is my day of restoration. Some of you have been just estranged from situations. God has restored unto you the years that the caterpillar, that the canker, that the palmer worm, that the locusts have eaten. Just say it with me. Say, today is my day of great breakthroughs because God is my God. He is the God of breakthrough. And I'm breaking through in the name of Jesus because the Lord is with me. The Lord is on my side and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth, but I will meditate therein day and night that I may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, say it again, say then, then I will make my way prosperous and I will have good success. Good success. Be upon me. Be upon my home. Be upon my job. Be upon my family. Be upon my health. For the glory, for the honor, and the praise of God in Jesus' name. Well, shout glory.